This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, I'm Paul Stevenson and this is VRP Rocks, the ultimate classic rock podcast that says that my music is better than yours. Now, as you can Already tell, this is an extra special episode of the podcast because I'm out on location. In fact, I'm currently with my very special producer and uh, cameraman for today's episode, Craig Noble. Thank you very much, Craig. Um, Yeah, we're travelling down uh, from the highlands of Scotland to a very small little town called Troon, which is on the west coast of Scotland. Now, Troon is probably best known for golf, really. I think they're holding the open uh, sometime in the near future. Lots of golfers happening there. It's usually a, a sleepy sort of a place, but for this weekend, it's going to turn into quite raucous because, well, Winter Storm Festival is taking place. Now, Winter Storm is a, a festival that's been going since 2016. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'd never heard of it, despite living in Scotland. Um, it kind of passed my radar, but I interviewed Uli John Roth, and you can obviously listen to that episode. Uh, it was only a few weeks ago, so you can just scroll back through the episodes and find that one. And uh, doing the research, I checked out where he was going, and he was on tour, and saw that he was heading to Troon in Scotland. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. What's all that about? Checked it out. Winterstorm 2023. So, having looked at the bill, it's uh, really exciting. It's got some great bands on there, a nice mix of old and new. So I thought I'd get in touch with the organisers and see if I could come down, uh, review the event, get some interviews, take some videos, footage that sort of thing so that's exactly what I planned to do now just as a heads up this festival um, as well as Uli John Roth who I cannot wait to see on the uh, Friday night I think he's playing on the Thursday night Michael Schenker's going to be there him and Macaulay are going to be playing some of their big hits obviously Michael Schenker you know from uh, the early days of the Scorpions and then um, UFO as well and Michael Schenker group and all that sort of stuff work with so many people looking forward to seeing him on Thursday night and then on the Saturday night, headlined by former Rainbow Man himself, Graham Bonnet. You know, since you've been gone and 
Night Games and so many other big hits that, that he's been involved with, with Alcatraz, he's worked with Ingve Malmsteen, he's worked with uh, Steve Vai and all that sort of stuff. Now, I spoke to Graham Bonnet just a few months ago. You can check that one out again as well. Just scroll back through the VRP Rocks episodes and you can listen to the full interview with him talking about his career. So, yeah, they're just three of the main headline acts that are going to be at this festival this weekend. There are others as well. Um, Dutch Legends Focus are going to be there. I'm looking forward to seeing them. I interviewed Tice, the, the front man from the band. Uh, that was very early on in the VRP Rocks episode, so you can check that one out. That's quite a way back. Uh, Focus is going to be there. FM are going to be there. UK rock band from the 80s. They toured on Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet tour. I think they supported Bon Jovi on that one. So, yeah, they've certainly been there and done that. They've played their dues. Always good to see live as well. I've seen them before. They always bring a lot of energy, a lot of sing-along classics uh, to their repertoire as well. Uh, you've got Paul Diano, who's going to be singing here. He's the original Iron Maiden singer. Did the first couple of albums before Bruce Dickinson came on. So he'll be on stage. Uh, another former guest on VRP Rocks, a man I've spoke to a couple of times, met in person before as well. Doogie White is always a top laugh is Doogie so looking forward to to catching up with him I'll see if I can get him for an interview as well that'd be wonderful Doogie I love Doogie um, he of course he's worked with uh, Richie Blackmore and Richie Blackmore's Rainbow did an album with him he's again worked with Ingve and Michael Schenker and so many other people so looking forward to seeing him um, there's some newer bands as well a German band called The New Roses I'm looking forward to catching up with them because they've got some great tunes they had a big song which did well on the radio down by the river so that's one that stands out to me uh, Massive Wagons is another band that started to do some things over here in the UK their latest album I think went top 10 so they're really really exciting a really over the top sort of band so interesting to see them there's some other kind of 80s bands Taiketo are going to be here Praying Mantis are going to be here as well um, so yeah it's a real mix of old and new there's going to be something for everybody I've been told it's the best or one of the best at least small festivals in the UK on the circuit so I'm so so looking forward to heading down and checking out everything the Troon and Winterstorm Festival 2023 has to offer. It's going to be absolutely epic. So this episode, I'm hoping, because obviously I'm recording this in advance, is going to be full of the interviews and the people that I meet along the way, maybe clips from some of the songs from the bands that we hear, and a nice wrap-up as well. And I thank the guys for Winterstorm 2023 for allowing me and Craig to head down the road and, and get some stuff. And again, if you check out VRP Rocks on social media, I'll try and get some stuff up over the weekend um, of the people we meet, the things we see, the, the things we get up to, and on YouTube as well, VRP Rocks YouTube channel. I'm sure I'll be putting up some of the uh, the long-form interviews and, and different bits and bobs on there, because Craig's going to be working hard getting them uh, edited and filmed and everything else as well. So loads coming up on VRP Rocks from Winterstorm 2023. But this is just the introduction. Let's find out how we get on. Now, honestly, my four and a half hour drive was bad enough from the Highlands of Scotland. But this man, he didn't drive. He had to fly. And not just from Stornoway or one of the islands. No, not even from Europe, not from America. This guy flew from the other side of the world. Where did you come from, Neil? Uh, I came from New Zealand, a uh, place called Palmerston North. New Zealand. He came all this way. Just for this. For Winterstorm? Yep, absolutely. The third one I've done now. Wow. Fantastic gig. It's just a fantastic place. We, I meet same people, get to meet the bands, great, great beer, everything. It's just a fantastic time. Now, obviously, you've got a Scottish accent. It's not a New Zealand accent. We can hear that. So, you're, where are you from originally? I was born in Glasgow, raised in Arbroath. 
but I uh, moved to New Zealand 27 years ago. 27? Yeah. Wow. So um, this is your third winter storm. Who are you most excited to see? Well, for me, I've not, never seen Michael Schenker, so it's going to be a top one. It's, it's going to be a top one. Also, Praying Mantis again. I saw Praying Mantis back in the day with Iron Maiden on the first tour. Uh, and Tigers Pantang, love Tigers Pantang, so for me. But also some of the new bands, like Ash, Ash and Reach, I saw last year when yeah. I was here. Uh, they're fantastic, they're really, really good. Incredible stuff. Thank you so much, Neil, for coming. That's lovely, no, no problem, take care of yourself. Cracking two bands to open up this year's Winterstorm Festival 2023. Ginani came on, blew the crowd away, loads of energy, loved it. And then Romeo's Daughter, a band that really started in the 80s. First album was uh, produced by Mutt Lang. Everyone knows Mutt Lang, of course they do. Um, they had songs which were some really big hits and have been covered by some big bands as well. Uh, Hart covered the songs, Eddie Money covered the songs. They went down an absolute treat, some sing-along anthems, and it's been a really, really good start to the festival. Can't wait to see what's coming up next. Byron. Yes, dude. Honestly, you opened the, the whole proceedings for Winterstorm 2023. Absolutely, man. I mean, what an incredible festival. There's so many bands lined up and, and to be the first act on and to have yeah. such a huge crowd. Yeah, I mean, man. wow. It was, yeah, it's, it's humbling. It's humbling. It's privilege for us to be able to do that. Um, and speaking to Ian afterwards and he was like, we were a bit of a last minute addition. And he's like, who do we get to open the whole thing? And he, he was saying like, maybe we should have been further up the bill, but they wanted somebody powerful to start off. And you know what? I think Dave said on stage, uh, home to, our hometown, Wolverhampton, I think we've played six, seven times in the last six or seven years. But like Scotland, we've played 15, 16 times. <laughs> wow. So it's like, <laughs> Home from home. Yeah, second home. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. And it's because black country people like us and the Scottish people are so similar. Yeah. You get exactly what we're doing. It's balls out, rock and roll, and we have a good time, and we try to put as much energy as cross. Like, don't get me wrong, it's half past two in the afternoon yeah. to go early. on, to yeah. go on and, like, give you everything you've got. We'd been drinking since about 10 a.m. Rock and roll, baby. So, like, you know, <laughs> we were trying to get there. But Dave said afterwards, he was like, you do realise that's the first time we've probably played to a sober audience. Ish. 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 Because we are in, Scotland. in Scotland. We're in Scotland. <laughs> Absolutely. And like you said, I mean, the, the whole venue was packed because everyone was trying to get in first, sure. first orders. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Queued out the door yeah, yeah. to start with. So you, yeah. had, you had probably the biggest crowd of the night. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there was a lot when we were first announced. I think there was a 15-minute window between doors opening. Yeah, and you being and then there was a bit of a backlash and it was like, we need more time. So they pushed everything like half an hour. Yeah. So doors opened at 2, we were on at 2.30. And to walk out and see that many people, it's just humbling, really is humbling. Are you sticking yeah. around for the weekend? Or? You know what, we'll, we'll stay tonight. We'll go home tomorrow because all our other halves will kill us otherwise, like, you know. Fair enough. So you're here to see Michael Schenker? Because everyone Absolutely. seems to be here to see Michael Schenker. Absolutely. Schenker. Absolutely. I saw him last at Stone Dead oh, yeah. uh, last year. Yeah. He's a, he's a legend, isn't he? Yeah. Legend. Absolutely. Yeah, so that'll be good. Spot on. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Byron. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Take care, Thank man. You. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
There we go. I'm with Timmy from the Two Roses. Yeah. Honestly, man, you've played just before Michael Schenker came on. Yes. And you blew the roof off the place. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's the second time here, so we kind of knew what what was about to happen. But any time, every time we're here, it's it's just blowing our minds as well. Man. Absolutely. I mean, you guys on the stage, you you rock the place. So in terms of the the banana, I mean, what's yeah. going on there? I man, I've I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, but she was so serious about it. I thought there's like, I don't know, I thought maybe it's a Scottish tradition or whatever, you know? <laughs> she was so like, here's the banana, here's the banana. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of my set. I, what, what am I supposed to do? And it was really dark and brown already. I think maybe she brought Ooh. it from whatever and she kept it for two weeks or whatever. That's not good. So yeah, but um, that was the banana incident. Huh? <laughs> the banana incident. <laughs> the winter storm 2023 <laughs> banana incident. That's all we need to say. Yeah, exactly. We'll man. caption that. That's it. But you guys, you, you went down an absolute storm. You got some big hits. I was singing along. Thank Six you. pack down by the river. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's a huge track. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been uh, out since 2019 on a nothing but ride record, and it was kind of a breakthrough. It put us everywhere on the radio, put us all over, uh, all on the festivals, all yeah. over the place. So uh, we're very happy with that song. And obviously, German band coming to the UK. I mean, the, the the reception you got from the audience, the crowd. I mean, fantastic for you guys. Yes, you know, back then when we started the band, you know, everybody was like you shouldn't sing in English, you're a German band, you know? Mm. But we had bigger plans. We thought like, hey, we want to just not only play in Germany, you yes, know, we want to yeah. travel all over the place. So I kind of sat down and I learned how to speak English properly <laughs> because we had, a, you know, we had the big plan, you know? And then we speak about the English and they got Uli and we've got Michael Schenker playing yes. as well this weekend and the yes. Scorpions are big and they wow. sing in English. So yes. were they big influences for you? Um, not really in the first place. Of course, you know, like the influence that had it, uh, that it had on us was it is possible. Yes. That yeah. was the it main work, thing, you know. Yeah. I don't come from hot rock exactly uh, into the band, but uh, seeing those guys and we toured with the Scorpions. We played a festival with Michael Schenker this year in Germany and to see what they have accomplished. Yeah. You know, it's always such a big motivation for us. Absolutely. Yeah. And what are you guys up to next then? What's, what's going on in the world of the New Roses? So we're uh, very sad that we uh, finish our uh, UK tour this Sunday in London. Then we go back, uh, have two days off, then we play the last four or five shows in Germany. And then uh, it's Christmas time, I guess, you know. And, <laughs> but uh, we have to work on a new record, and uh, next year we're going to release, and then we start all over again. So a new, al new album for 2024? Yeah, 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 it's all planned. Oh, and then we so good. Fucking, yeah, yeah, what else is there to do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Play music and rock yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Timmy. It's hey, been a man, pleasure. pleasure. Pleasure talking to you. Keep it up, guys. Come from Madlowie. I am from Western Earth of Scotland. You've come from the Isles of Scotland, Stornoway. Yes, Stornoway, best place ever. So you've had to get a boat. I actually flew it. Did actually you flew. Oh. I flew. I flew. I flew to Glasgow yesterday, and I, my friend Dougie McSween picked me up, and uh, we we came down today. You know, so I stayed over. I stayed overnight. But you know what? I actually seen Phil Campbell, the Bastard Sons, play in the oh. garage last night. So. 
Good start, a good start of the weekend. Absolutely, here for the whole weekend? Here for the whole weekend. And who are you most excited to see? I'm a, a, a first start, I've seen some, some beauties today, I've seen... Um, How good was Chez Kane, by the way? Chez Kane, oh, Absolutely. she was amazing. I love, I love the media, but look, look, look. <laughs> New Roses, oh, they are great bands, but... I love great, Paul Di I love to see Paul Diano. Yes. Green Bonnet. Yeah. A band I seen last year, uh, was it, uh, Bigger Smile. Amazing band. Also a good friend of mine I met last year, Cassidy Palace from Australia. Okay, yeah. Became good friends, I like meet her again, you know. So yeah, a lot of great bands this year, you know. And a quick plug because you're a radio man yourself. I am a, I'm a volunteer for our local radio station. I'm sorry called uh, ILC FM. And I host a show called The Metal Grinder on a Wednesday night from 8 to 10. I've been doing it for the past, oh, bloody 18, 19 too years. <laughs> too bloody long, yeah. But you know what, I love it. You do indeed. Matt yeah. Louis, it's a pleasure meeting you, It's mate. a pleasure. Thank you so much. Pleasure, man. So here we are with the guys from Bad Actress. The guys have just played the, the other stage here. This is Toby and Chick. Guys, how are you getting on? Yeah, doing great, enjoying great ourselves. Time. And the best thing for me is they've come from the north of Scotland, which is pretty much the drive I've just done this morning, about four and a half hours down the road. We, we feel your pain. <laughs> it's not easy, it's not easy at all. But you guys, you, you do like 80s kind of rock, and it's what we really like to see. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's got that throwback back, but obviously it's got that modern edge to it as well. We're not trying to completely break the wheel but maybe just reshape it a little bit so <laughs> absolutely and chick i mean you're a youngster compared to toby over here i don't don't take any offense to that but uh well, he's you, a father yeah. <laughs> well that's nice that's nice so how are you enjoying being part of the band and, and how did yeah. you enjoy playing at winterstock loving it yeah it was excellent this is the second time here um but it was brilliant yeah really really good seen lots of friendly faces as well we'd seen us here before and things so no it's always great to play here like but we did notice it getting colder and colder as you come out of the road <laughs> So loading stuff in in front of the sea, I did almost take off a couple of guitars. And, uh, Never good. Well, it's called Winterstone for a reason, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clue is in the name. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys sticking around for the whole weekend? Uh, we're sticking tonight and a little bit of tomorrow, but we're performing in Inverness, actually, at the Regmore Motel on Saturday uh, with a band called The Dehydro for their album launch. Um, all their profits from the album are going to Mikey's line, so oh, it's nice. a yeah. really really important gig so we're quite happy to jump on the bill as well and have a bit of fun with them so got to travel back for that one see as much as we can tomorrow though oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. And who are you looking forward to seeing michael shanker tonight oh, yeah. that's why that's i'm here that's the that's the yeah. absolutely playing's a bonus but i'm here for my <laughs> absolutely well guys absolute pleasure chatting with you and best of luck with uh, bad actress thank you very much man thanks man cheers So here we are backstage in the studio, as I like to call it, at Winterstorm Festival 2023. And I'm joined by the guys from Focus, Tice and Mena. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. 
Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. A nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, <laughs> oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Uh, a little bit of a journey for you today. You came up from the borders, Scottish borders, Gallish Eels. Yeah, so it was not too much of a tr trouble. It was a nice, beautiful, uh, very beautiful road. We really enjoyed the nature and uh, it was not too busy, so it was nice. We actually played at church yesterday. We did. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Touring the churches yeah. all over Scotland, man. <laughs> Tour of churches, indeed. Uh, so this is your first time in Winterstone. We were just chatting about this on the way in, your first time in Troon. Um, what do you make of the, the lovely surroundings and the setting? Uh, very great. Very similar to Air. Air, what is it? Yeah, yeah. we played Air a couple of times, so uh, this is a new one for us, though. Yeah, it looks nice. It's always beautiful over here, man. I love it. <laughs> and you come to the UK an awful lot, don't you? You guys play, yes. You've done, what, last two weeks touring across the UK? Yeah, more than two weeks we did, and this is the before last one. <laughs> one more to go. One more in Southampton. That's it, yeah. yeah. And uh, you picked up a couple of uh, nice awards, didn't you, at um, one of them? Can you yes. tell me about that? HRH gave us the awards. As a band, we are the number one, yeah. International act. International act. Yeah. And Pierre, our drummer, he got the number one drummer act the drum drummer award so we are very very happy and pleased of course yeah it's very very and thankful very thankful yeah man it's great now you guys um obviously your career goes back a long long way doesn't it and the uk have always been big fans of focus they've always supported you and you've always come over here so what do you think the connection is between what you do and your music and and the people of, of the uk yeah, the, if if you can say what kind of people, they are very faithful. Faithful to us and faithful to our music. And that is a phenomenon that does not exist that much in our country. So we feel that more here in England than in Holland. Yeah. Yeah, it's not more dedication to the, you know, from coming from the fans as well, you know. Yeah, it's all over the world, you know. But uh, you know, the UK is, is really a mainstay. It's like we like, it's like a home base almost. And you've already got um, some some concerts booked for next year as well. I think you're coming back is April and May, and then oh, later yeah. on as well. Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff lined up already for 
coming spring and then back in the fall again as well. So we'll just keep keep it coming, keep it coming to you. Absolutely. And obviously the, the tour that you do, you, you're the headliners, you've got a, a slightly longer set. And when you come to something like Winter Storm where the set's a bit shorter, how do you go about deciding which songs to, to play? Yeah, that is kind of a difficult thing because most of our material is long. <laughs> so we have to cut it really by purpose, you know, we, which we did. So for tonight, we have a 50-minute set, which I think is okay. It's not ideal, but it's okay for us to so do maybe, it like Maybe that. two or three songs then. Uh, but I think it's going to be four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a little bit of luck, it'll be four. Yeah. And as uh, Winterstorm 2023, it's called Legends and Legacy. So just a quick chat on Legends. I mean, first, you, Tice. I mean, uh, in terms of your listening to music, who are your favorite bands and who have you most admired over the years? Uh, of course, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention, the Beach Boys. Uh, I loved the Cream. I loved Jimi Hendrix, of course. Uh, yeah. Grace Jones. In that production that she did, she has a horn, right? Have a horn, yeah. And uh, so it's it's kind of an old-fashioned taste I have, but and uh, yeah, many many others also. Indeed, and you've you've obviously played on on bills and sets and festivals and tours and things like that with with so many legendary artists. I mean, who's who's the, the ones that stand out to you for for over the years that you've performed with? I would say. Uh, Beach Boys, yeah, in Reading, I remember. Yeah, yeah, you played with them. Lee Dan, right? You were, you Steely were, Dan, right? were your, they were your support act, weren't they? <laughs> Once, yeah, unbelievable, right? <laughs> wow. And the questions you met, I mean, who who do you enjoy listening to the most? Who's your favorite band? Mm. That's always favorite. I mean, it's kind of like the older you get, the harder, the harder it gets as well, right? But I'd say as guitar players, as far as guitar players, I think it's. Mostly Jimi Hendrix, Joe Satriani, and uh, Joe Pass were the main, the biggest influences on my playing. But uh, looking at this festival, though, you know, there's a couple of audios of mine, you know. Paul Diano, man, you know. I grew up listening to that stuff, man, you, you know. So that's really cool. Uli John Roth, huge, you know, hero. Michael Schenker, you've got him tomorrow, don't you? Last oh, last night. Yeah, fantastic player, you know what I mean? So... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of those people still playing. That's a good thing, you know. And I'm, I, you know, it's a big honor for me to standing like, you know, besides them in the, on the same festival and stuff. Of course, you know, it's like a dream come true, really. And absolutely. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I'm looking forward to seeing your set and and counting how many songs you managed to fit into it. And uh, best of luck for tonight. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much for this interview. Also, FBRP, of course. Thank you. <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, here we are backstage again at Winterstorm 2023 with Jim. Jim, you've just come off stage. Rapturous applause. Yeah, it was a great gig, really great gig. And it was sort of nice to 
I've been involved with the history of the festival for a long time, so it was nice to get up there and do uh, my set with with my band. You know, after all this time, yeah, yeah. And you had their status quo drummer on there behind you as well, Leon Cave, playing drums with us. Who, uh, yeah, status quo drummer for the last ten years. So yeah, yeah, he, he's a, he's a great player, really great player. Fabulous stuff. Now, as I said, Winterstorm, it's, it's a wonderful location, isn't it? I mean, it's an unusual location. Let's say that it's right on the sea and it's kind of tucked away in Scotland, but it's it's a lovely location, great building. Everything just seems to work. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I know the organisers of the the festival and I was a bit involved with the, the, the very first festival. I thought they were crazy when they said they wanted to do a rock festival in Troon in November. I thought, oh, that's, uh, you know, obscene. It's just going to be freezing cold. Well, people love coming here, you know, it's a, a famous sort of seaside and golfing resort and it's a very beautiful part of the world. Absolutely, and the Open's coming here apparently, so that's yeah. a big draw, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and when you say people from all over, we, we, we've spoken to the guy that came over from New Zealand for this festival. Oh my God, <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. 15, 16 countries people have come from. Wow. It just shows you how much it's grown. It's yeah, I'm saying, you know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we were just walking through the hall there just to, to, to bring you to the backstage area and uh, people are patting you on the back and it must be really nice because it's, it's your solo material, isn't it? Yeah. And it went down a storm. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a pretty new thing for me, really. Uh, I've always done little bits and bobs, but it was mainly during you know, the lockdown that I decided, well, I'm going to put some solo stuff out and see as I've got the time to do it. And I've put a couple of albums out in the last three years and it, it's very different when you're in a band because... Uh, you know, if people like it, you can sort of take the glory of it. If they don't quite like it, you know, there's five of you to shield the the, the <laughs> sort of yeah. criticism or whatever. But when it's yourself, uh, that's a different kettle of fish altogether. And um, I, you know, I put the the first solo album out and it just got amazing reviews. And then I put the second one out and thought, oh, God, how am I going to beat the first one? And that got great reviews. I don't know whether it's great or not, but uh, it, the reviews were, were good. And... It's it's very different, really. I'm so used to uh, having somebody else front it and sing it and and just doing my bit in the in the corner, and then to go out and be that person and you have to think in a different way and and then when you get a reaction like that, it, it's it's pretty satisfying to be honest with you. So Indeed. if anyone's not aware, uh, Dead Man Walking's your last album that came out. Yeah, yeah, a great reception as you said and. England's answer to Joe Bonamassa. That <laughs> doesn't get more highly rated than that, does it? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not really sure about that <laughs> quote. I don't think anybody's Joe Bonamassa really, apart from Joe Bonamassa. But uh, if, if people think it's similar, then that's cool by me. But um, um, I, I'm not endorsing that, Joe. Okay, so <laughs> absolutely. And uh, you're sticking around for the rest of the night. You're going to catch the rest of the bands. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for the for the night, and uh, yeah, looking forward to catching a few people. And I know focus are playing next, and I love them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just had the guys in as well. They're yeah. wonderful guys. Feast Spanlier. Yes, that's it. Oh, yeah. And um, last question then. Um, obviously, this is Legends and Legacies. That's how it's built this this Winter Storm Festival. And um, so a question about legends. In terms of musical legends then, who are your favourite acts? Who did you grow up wanting to, to be like uh, an admirer? I think, well, my original guitar hero was, was Brian May. Okay. And I just wanted to be him, I think, really. And then, and then you, you, you kind of, you know, you get into something and you, you sort of wring every last drop out of it. And then you think, well, who were they influenced by? And then you go on, and then I, I discovered Jimi Hendrix through that. And that blew me away completely and I mean I'm pretty uh, I like a lot of music and a lot of different genres and uh, there's a lot of very obscure stuff but I think growing up 
a lot of it was fairly obvious. I was a big Hendrix fan. I was a massive Beatles fan and a lot of the big hitters, really. And then you kind of go off in other other paths. But I think growing up, yeah, Jimi Hendrix was the one for me that was... And, and uh, actually, a friend of mine said to me the other day, he's better now than he was then, you know, and, and that's how I feel about it. It's just never never got bored of it yeah. at all. And that's how legacies work, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Jim, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting yeah, with you. Likewise. Thank yeah. you so much for your time and yeah. um, brilliant set. Yeah, thank you. So lovely, we're here in the studio, as I like to call it, backstage at Winterstorm 2023, and I'm with the wonderful Doogie White. Doogie, thanks for joining me. You're, you're very welcome, it's lovely to see you again. It is, yeah, we spoke uh, many times, and we met maybe 20 years ago when you came to the radio station I was working in as well up in Inverness, so yeah, it's good to see you again, Doogie. Um, what I like about you is that you've been here for, for the whole weekend, I mean, you're performing on the Saturday, but you're here to see Michael Schenker and, and here on the Friday as well to, to see other guests and, and to see people that you've worked with many times over the years as well. Yeah. I I, I normally go and see people uh, who who I know. I don't go to many gigs. My ears don't kind of take it anymore. <laughs> but, but I haven't seen Michael or any of the guys in the band for since just before COVID. And uh, so they were playing last night. So I spoke to the promoter here and he said, come on, man. Down, you know, and then of course, Jem Davis, who's playing with Jim Kirkpatrick and FM. Uh, him and I were in a band called The Night Blue together. Yep. Uh, we lived together for about three or four, four years, you know. I and uh, and, the, and then of course, I haven't seen, I've never seen, I have only seen Diana once, and it was on a it was one of these cruises that goes out. It sounds very nice going out from Sweden into the Black Sea. It was dark the whole bloody time, and it was just drunk of people lying on the floors <laughs> in the casinos and stuff. And I saw him then. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he's doing. Uh, and then, then it'll be FM. And then, of course, it's, you know, it's early. So I brought my earplugs. <laughs> I suggest you do the same. Allowed, somebody asked me the other day, who's the latest guitar player he ever played with? And, and it was early. It was like, oh dear God, unbelievable. Um you know, and then tomorrow, Taiketo, I'm friends with Danny, you know, and I'll, I'll pop down and see whoever, Yeah, you know. But it's, 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 a, great, it's a great festival. It's very jolly and it's, and it's well run and it's well organised. And whether whether you come as a punter or whether you come as a music, musician, yeah. it's just great fun. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because it's it's such a, a nice festival, especially to be in Scotland. And it's in a, a, an unusual location as well, Troon. It's not like it's Glasgow or Edinburgh. It's, it's Troon. It's on the West Coast. The sea is literally there. It's, yeah. It's, it's a wonderful little location. Aye. So it's nice. Isn't no, it? it's, re it's really good. You know, and, and we've been very lucky over the years with, with the weather. I mean, yesterday was a bit miserable. The last few, I've, I've done this four or five times now. And um, just as a favour to Ian, mm -hmm. you know, with, with Paul McManus and Chris Glenn and... Uh, and and it, and it's all and it's always been good fun and it's always been good weather because my God it'll be miserable as hell if you if it wasn't they will please have a me up here <laughs> you know everybody looks the same they all look like nineteen nineteen eighties glam rock stars now with their hair all sticking up <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um, so in terms of yourself then you, you're doing a set uh, what what do you comprise of what what are you going to be singing on yourself well 
because you've, you've been with so many bands and you've got such a, a catalogue, haven't you? Yeah. Well, I, I, when I go out to Europe, I go out and I do, I do, do solo shows a lot in, in places, you know, in Poland, in Bulgaria, in, in Italy, you know, no, never so much here in the UK. Mm. Uh, go out there and I just pick songs from different places. I've been, you know, stick in a rainbow. I'll stick in a cornerstone. I'll stick in something from the album I did with Billy Lee Skank. Just do a selection of them, a past song here, you know, and just build up. Because what I, what, I th- what I think is that these people are coming to see me, right? It's my name for the first time ever that's on the billboard. So they're coming to see it. So I'm assuming that they know the song, <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, so I don't overwhelm it with, with, with rainbow songs. I don't overwhelm it with Schenker songs. I only do songs that I've actually written. Yes. You know, yeah. or, you know, I, sometimes I do R.A.L., which I didn't really write, but I sort of helped sort of put it together. Uh, but I was part of that. Um, you know, and then, I, and then I always end the set with Temple of the King, this kind of version that, uh, that I started doing with a band called Demon's Eye from uh, Germany. And it just sort of developed into this thing where we played it here, the first time we played it here. And Chris Glenn was like that. Temple of the King, rubbish. We're never going to, we'll never get away with this at the end of the night. And there was grown men crying. And and, and Ian Ian McKeg, the promoter, enjoyed it so much that he had a bench built out the front yeah. of the of the venue with some of the lyrics from Temple of the King. You know, so it's kind of it's kind of the. I had nothing to do with the song, just messed around with it. The same way Joe, Joe Cocker messed around with a little help from my friends, really. And um and I've kind of made I've kind of made it my own and and it's just really become the festival's sort of tune. It's just you know, it's, so so we'll be doing that tomorrow as well. I'm quite excited about it, you know, getting old friends back together just to play and have a laugh. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And in terms of what you're doing, uh, we just had a chat there beforehand and, and you're going back on the road, you're going back to Europe, you busy boy. Uh, yeah, I, I took on too much work, to be honest. I've had to learn, 40, I've had to learn 48 songs this year. Wow. You know, now that, that's, that might seem easy, but try learning 48 poems, right? And then remembering where the guitar solo comes in, and try to remember how it, you know is that a double verse? Is it you, you know, it's that kind of thing. So so that was too much. I mean, the gig wise, it's absolutely fine for me. Uh, I enjoy the work, but I'd just like to do it with one band. You know, this will be the fifth band I've worked with this year. I mean, it's it's uh, I mean it's crazy. Um, aye, so I'm going back out um, with Rowan Robertson, who was Dia's guitar player on. Uh, Lock up the wolves, and um, so we're going to go out. We start in Lithuania on Wednesday. I fly out on Tuesday, rehearse till at three o'clock in the morning, and again do two gigs in Lith- Lithuania, and then through the rest of Europe. You know, well, some of Europe, you know, and fin- finishing the twentieth of December in Greece. You know, so it's just in time for Christmas. So, so that's that's kind of what's going on there, and. And then I've got January off, and then I think it's Alcatraz, uh, and Fe- I think February, February March. Is that any record? No, 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 no. Um, it's just it's just coming back round the UK. We were only here six months ago, seven months ago. We're doing the UK, and then some European dates again. So it, it's always fun. I mean, it's a good band, and they're good songs. Um, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Good stuff. And um, one last question. Um, because this is Legends and Legacies this weekend, mm-hmm. so 
Winterstorm, Legends and Legacies. Uh, a question on both. So Legends, you've obviously worked with some incredible, incredible musicians throughout your career. Um, if you could handpick two or three, just pick it to two or three legends of the game you worked with, could you, could you pick your well, I mean, it's, you know, guitar player-wise, it would be, it would be Richie, Michael and Ingve. You know, the, all three very, very different styles of players, but all three masters of their craft. Uh, Richie tends to be... Um, he, he's more cerebral about it, I think, which is why some nights he's absolutely brilliant and some nights he's just brilliant. <laughs> because because it's just his, it's his mood. It's his, his, he does it emotionally. Um, Michael is rehearsed to the ninth degree. Like... Uh, if it, it, it's it's like ACDC, right? Or it's like Maiden. It's just put together. That's just what we do. We don't go off on tangents. We don't go off in peace. And the same with Envy. I mean, Envy's Envy's a, a, an outrageous guitar player, yeah. and he knows every note in the fretboard, and he knows the exact way to position them, the exact way to play them. Uh, and uh, so, so they would be the three guitar players. You know, and I've played with Ian Pace, and I've played with John Lord, and I've played with Roger Glover. Uh, you know, and uh, again, masters. Uh, I played with Don Airy, I've sung with Tony Martin. You know, I've sung with Joel Lynn Turner, I've sung with Graham Bonnet. You know, we've, it's been a, it's been it's been a wealthy career for working with great musicians. Uh, uh, you know, and I feel very lucky and very blessed uh, to. to to have had the opportunity to do these things, um, you know, and then there's people under the radar that no that nobody knows of, you know, because because they weren't in Black Sabbath or they weren't in Deep Purple or whatever, uh, you know, some some magnificent players. Alex Dixon was the guitar player in Midnight Blue, stunning player, you know, um, you know, Jim Davis, brilliant Hammond and keyboard player as well. With you know Phil Hillborn and Chick McCherry, I mean, there's there's loads of them, and then it's all and. A lot of these guys that I play with when I when I go out, you know, down to Brazil or when I go to Argentina or whatever, just magical musicians, but they're stuck out there, you know. And it only really Walter Giardino sort of broke out of that. I did an album with him. I went down to Argentina and did an album with him. And uh, funny though, because Maiden were playing and uh, Maradona was manage managing Argentina at the time and they were playing Mexico in a... South American Cup thing, and they got thirty-five thousand people there, and Maiden got forty-five thousand, <laughs> and everybody and everybody had a T-shirt on, and everybody bought another one, you know, and it was just it was brilliant. Shouldn't have drunk the night before though. Oh, dear <laughs> Memories, memories. Oh, 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 yeah, it was it was great fun. It's great fun, and no, it's been it's been an exciting career for for a wee guy from Motherwell, you know. And I'm very happy. I'm happy that people still want to hear what I do and come and see me play. You know, and other musicians still want to work with me, which is which is really good. You know, I'm, I wouldn't, I never wanted to be a band leader. I don't have that. I don't have that. My brain, my brain doesn't work that way. I'm a good second in command. Yeah. You know, if I need, if I need to be, but I don't. I, I never thought the idea of oh, the Doogie White Band. You know, I mean, it does, it doesn't really work like that. Naming lights. You know, no. But but what I do is when I go out. You know, and Diano does it. A lot of folk do it now. Blaze does it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you go out and, you, and uh, so I've got white noise. It's called, and it's the Italian chapter, or the Argentine chapter, or whatever. You know, and just do it like that. You know, and then uh, they always put Doogie White, X Rainbow, X Malmsteen, 
ex-Schenker. No, I've really enjoyed it, and I enjoy this festival. It's a beautiful day, and I've been rambling. And, oh, no, not at all. Very nice stories. Honestly, I say this all the time. I just love to hear all you, everyone's experiences because you guys live the, the sort of stuff that we could only dream of. So, yeah, thank you so much. And the last question, you've kind of touched on it there. I was going to mention legacy. I mean, what would you like your legacy to be remembered as if, if people are looking back on, on your career? I, 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 I live, I'm living today, today. You know, when I'm gone, just, you know, I know, I know what I've done. I know what I've achieved. I know that some of it's been successful and some of it's been very successful. Um, you know, what people's opinions of me are, I don't know. doesn't matter, really, does it? You know, a lot of people, a lot of people like it, you know, and so, so that's good. That's a bit flippant though, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit flippant. No, but I, 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 if I, if I won't be remembered for anything really, it's just, you know, I gave, I gave people a good time, you know, I showed them, a good, I put on a good show, sang well for them, hopefully they enjoyed it, you know. We keep coming back, so I must be at the end of something, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> indeed. Well, Doogie, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Lovely, it's all to you as well, man. And good luck. Oh, well, does see that? Is that stuck on? No, it's embroidered. That's stitched. Stuck on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is he again, man? Indeed. You take care. Thank you. Winterstorm 2023 wrapped up in the bag. My, my voice is a little sore. It's been a, a, an amazing three days. It's been a long three days, if I'm being honest with you. I think the doors opened at, at two o'clock on Thursday. What day is it today? It's uh, Sunday. I'm driving up the road on Sunday. Um, yeah, so the doors opened at two o'clock on the Thursday. The first band were on within like half an hour. And it's non-stop music. It's, it really is the main stage there's about half an hour between the, the acts on the main stage but there's a session session stage as well with some smaller bands and, and maybe some of the, the members from the bigger bands go and do little sets and things like that so it was it was music all the time if you wanted it and if you weren't keen on some of the music or you just wanted a, a break and give your ears a rest then the hangout hall or the hangout hall as they called it at Winterstorm was fantastic everyone mingling in there spoke to so many wonderful people that had travelled from all over sometimes People have been coming since 2016, sometimes uh, first-timers at the event, but everybody had nothing but praise for Winterstorm and the way it basically unfolded in front of us. It was it was just tremendous. The layout of the festival itself, I cannot praise highly. If I was going to plan a small festival, you would probably plan it with that building in mind because you basically walk in the doors, you show your tickets, your wristbands, whatever it is, uh, and then the first door you see on your left is the hangout hall. That's got the cloakroom, it's got the bar, it's got the food place, and when you think of food at festivals, it's a small place, and they still deliver brilliant stuff. You've got your curries, your rices, your pies, your sandwiches, uh, I think it was salads and pastas and everything, crisps, all that sort of stuff. There was also the merch bit there, and just off that room was where you went to the session stage, and in that room where a lot of the bands had just performed, they, they went in there just to have a little mingle with 
the fans as well and it was good to see some of the people I actually interviewed um, Timmy the lead singer from German band The New Roses in there um, we stuck him up on the big deck chair we sat there together uh, a lot of fun he was chatting on there and it was nice to see the, the the members of the bands just mixing and mingling and it was a really really cool place to hang out then the next room along was um, basically the, the main hall the main stage where you get to see everybody and it was there's hundreds of people in there and there's a big bar that runs the long length of it as well so there's no big queues I know sometimes you've got festivals and you end up queuing for hours to get a drink or whatever no queues at all you basically walk across you ask for what you want and you get it it's, it's really quick there was a huge huge selection of beers as well to be honest with you um, soft drinks as well and other different things on there food and there was on that little bit of the side as well and then you can go upstairs and watch from the balcony and we did that many times myself and Craig and uh, I got some good footage you get a great view of the, the stage you get a great view of the, the floor below of everybody that mingled and mixed so yeah in terms of layout and facility absolutely top top draw um, this town itself true and I mean again I think I said it in the introduction all those days ago um, perhaps an odd location in paper um, a very small town right by the coast literally on the sea is uh, is the venue itself you're, you're 50 yards from the beach um, very unusual to be there in the end of November it's it's a cold winter storm and it's a brilliant name for it to be honest with you because especially the first day it was it was very stormy very windy and very cold as well as you'd expect in Scotland at the end of November so anyway all that kind of came together fantastically the festival itself the music blown away the first day the new roses fantastic really enjoyed seeing them enjoyed seeing Romeo's daughter as well they were one of the first bands on um a band that, I'll be honest with you, it slipped me by for many years, but then when you start to hear some of the songs, you go, oh yeah, I remember that, and oh yeah, I remember that, and you look into them and you realise that Hart covered one of their songs, and um, Eddie Money had covered one of their songs as well, so a band with real pedigree, and they were on at, I think it was one o'clock or something like that, or, or no, the doors opened at two, so they were on about three o'clock or something like that, so fantastic to see a band like that on so early. And then um, that night as well, Michael Schenker came on. Everybody was there to see Schenker. So many people looking forward to see the guitar maestro himself, and he certainly delivered. Um, the next day for me, the highlight, Uli John Roth. He was stunning. Absolutely incredible. First time I've got to see him live, certainly was not disappointed. He, the things he can make that guitar do, the sounds he was getting off that guitar was uh, incredible, to be honest with you. I mean, noise I'd never heard before. There was one point when he did some really, really crazy stuff and the sounds were just phenomenal. And then on the microphone afterwards, he said himself, he said, well, that was a bit excessive, wasn't it? And he got a big laugh and a big cheer. And then he said uh, the last time he did that, he blew up his amp. So this time he held the sustain for even longer <laughs> to see what would happen. But yeah, absolutely fantastic. Loved watching Uli John Roth. Massive Wagons came on after him and they're a kind of new band. I don't know... My kind of pop punk early 2000s if that makes sense that was the kind of vibe that I got from them um, they were full of energy they were smashing band to watch they were a great entertaining group as well I mean the, the lead singer was just a fireball of energy he was everywhere up and down and waving his head about and everything like that so a group that were a lot of fun perhaps not the music I'm into you kind of know I'm into classic rock it wasn't that sort of staple but nonetheless very enjoyable indeed and then came Saturday, Graham Bonnet came up and delivered Doogie White. Oh, I love Doogie. Hope you enjoyed that interview with him. Absolutely on top form he was. I saw him a few times over the festival. He stuck around for the whole three days and I saw him right at the end and he waved us off and everything. Oh, top man. Nothing but praise for Doogie. 
Um, one of the best acts on the Saturday, without a shadow of a doubt for me, Chantel McGregor. I've never seen Chantel. I've seen her name. My uncle's a, a music promoter himself. He puts on blues festivals and things like that. So I was aware of Chantel, but I'd never actually seen her live. And I was absolutely blown away by her. She was brilliant. Utterly, utterly brilliant. Her main stage set was just a tour de force of guitar mastery. She was... She was all over the fretboard. She could do anything she wanted with that guitar. It was absolutely top draw. There was elements of prog in there. There was very hard rock. There was some bluesy feels to it as well. And she was just, she was epic. And then at the same time, between songs, she was so down to earth. She's a Yorkshire girl. And instead of saying thank you, like they do after songs, it was ta. And she was just chatting away. And oh, she was she was a lot of fun. She had the, the crowd in the palm of her hand. and. Her ability on the guitar is well. It, it was it was incredible. As I said, it absolutely blew me away. She then went and performed on the session stage. I caught her for a couple of minutes. She did a great version, acoustic version of uh, Rihanna, Rihanna by uh, Fleetwood Mac, which was absolutely fantastic as well. So she was definitely one of my highlights from the weekend. Uh, as I said, plenty of stuff. Hopefully, been going up on social media and on YouTube. Although the the Wi-Fi wasn't available, so we were trying to do stuff on 4G, so most of it's probably going to go up over the next few days when I get home and get everything downloaded and edited properly and, and put up for you. So please do check out VRP Rocks on the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter as well, or X or whatever it's called these days. And please do check out VRP Rocks on YouTube as well, of course. I was sticking up some videos as we go along on there as well thank you to everybody we met thank you to all the organisers fantastic uh, Mads and Mark who we dealt with uh, many times throughout the festival they were fantastic Linda as well one of the volunteers or stormtroopers as they were called um, she was helping us backstage letting us in and out and things like that she was fantastic so a big thank you to them and a big thank you to everybody that went along to Winterstorm as well it was a brilliant festival it was a great atmosphere um, very much a classic rock sort of audience um, Everybody was there to enjoy every band. I mean, even there was a band called Ash and Reach that were on from Liverpool. I'm not familiar. They were one of those bands that like to do the, the screaming and the growling, the roar. That, again, not my sort of stuff. But they managed to get a mosh pit going. The first band to get a mosh pit going on on the, the Winter Storm stage, which was, was, was fantastic. So well done to those guys. And well done to, as I said, the audience for, for joining in with every kind of band that was there, whether it be prog or slightly bluesy or hard rock or AOR or whatever it was everybody got involved and there was plenty of merch being bought which is what I like to see and plenty of band t-shirts around and everyone having a good time everyone everyone enjoying themselves I didn't see a single bad moment I saw nothing um, going on that they shouldn't have gone on so it was just an absolutely fantastic event a fantastic festival and I hope myself will be there next year and then Craig as well yeah yeah, Craig's wanting to go next year. He had a fantastic time too. So, a uh, big thank you to everybody and to Craig, of course, who came and produced and filmed and all that sort of stuff. You can see his brilliant work on YouTube and social media too. Well, anyway, I've rambled on an awful lot because I'm kind of driving and Craig's sticking this microphone in my face. Uh, I hope it's made sense. I hope you enjoyed this uh, special episode, this live from Winterstorm 2023. And I've really enjoyed it. I'm hoping to go and do some more festivals as well and definitely be back to Winterstorm 2023 or 2024 when it comes around uh, the last November weekend next year so all in all yeah anyway I'll be back uh, on next Monday 
bringing you another fantastic interview. I've got so many brilliant interviews lined up for you. In fact, I've got enough to, to take me into January already. I'm struggling to get them all out. So please do, if this is your first time listening, make sure to subscribe to VRP Rocks on whatever podcast app that you're using because I bring out fantastic interviews every single week with classic rock legends. So many brilliant names. A lot of people have been at this festival. I've interviewed in the past before and you can hear all their musical career, history, life stories, sort of things if you scroll back through the catalogue. Anyway, that's enough for me. I'll be back same time next week. Until then, take care. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.